Yeah, it's starting now. With Dan and John. John. Okay, well, I'm excited hey, for dude, this episode what? because I'm not dude, listening to you. <laughs> it's, your, it's your intro this time. Dude, you're introing. This is actually your intro. My intro? And you didn't interrupt, interrupt me. Wow. Dude, I, get congrats, to, man. I don't even know what to say right now other than just thank you, John. You're welcome. Thank you for honoring dude, me like that and letting me intro. Don't thank me. Because it was Jesus. Jesus told, Jesus me to told you to do that? Yeah. Wow, thank you, Jesus. It's amazing that Jesus told you to do that because we're going to talk about Jesus this what? episode. Like, the whole episode is just going to be about Jesus. Dude, who's this Jesus to you? The, Jesus is literally my best friend. Come on. And I feel like I've just fallen in love with him again because I was up at, um, it's called Shemokin. Yeah. Which is one of the favorite words in my vocabulary Shemokin. right now. Shemokin. Shemokin. All right, what's another way you can say it? Schmalken. 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 Anyway, it's it's like it's like that <laughs> <laughs> sounded bad. Uh, it's like an hour and a half up north. Um, and a good friend Anna Landis, who was on episode know, eight or seven, one of, those, one of those, we talked about rest. Anyway, she's doing like burns up there, like worship times and stuff. And she invited a few of us to go up there. So, on uh, just a couple couple nights ago, Nat and I went up with a few other friends, and we got to just minister to Jesus, dude, for like yeah four mm-hmm. hours at night and. Dude, something happened to me. Like, I, I used to do Night Watch a lot, and mm-hmm. honestly, I encountered so much of Jesus in the night, and then just taking a break from that right now, it was like, I don't know if it was that or if it was just, like, where we were, but, like, we were ministering Jesus up there on the stage, and we're all just kind of, like, sitting down on the stage, just, like, singing and, like, making music and stuff. And it was like, I don't even know. It was like, I felt like I could almost touch him. Yeah. Like, my heart started beating really fast. Yep. Like, like you know, like if, if you're having a crush on someone in your middle school and then like they walk past and you're just like, mm-hmm. you know, your heart goes, ah, you know? Yeah. It was like that happened to me. And I was just like, Jesus, you're right here. Like, I, I, fe- I just love you so much. And so I was pretty messed up by that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the last few days have just been more of that. Like, mm-hmm. so overwhelming. Yeah. So like, I don't know, just like, I think learning to minister to Jesus has opened a new, like, space of love that yep. I didn't even know existed, you know? So, I don't know. That, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Well, that's, like, what I'm feeling. Um, the, the but, yeah. freshness to the love. I love it. Yeah. Come on. It, I mean, it's like, it's like um, you know, any other relationship. Like, it, it's, you can't live it in the past, you know? Like, you can't. You can't say that you have a close relationship with someone you've never talked to yeah. in like a year. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's this idea of like continuing to to stay in contact or in communion with the someone yeah. that that is the reality of loving yeah. them. So, 100%, you can't have old love mm-hmm. like with Jesus. Yeah. Um, what about it. you? Yeah, Jesus is also my best friend. But wow. I'm Wait, gonna, I wonder what. I wonder if I wonder if he's more he, my he best told me I'm his favorite yeah. though so oh shoot yeah I so I don't think I don't think he can take that he hasn't title told me from that me. yet I so, believe that though but anyway <laughs> I uh, yeah so Jesus to me um, yeah I just recently it's just been like like the last three months I've been just like the you know the song uh, better than like by Brandon Lake there's nothing better than you oh there's nothing better than you and like yeah. that's been a reality in my life where like Whoa. there's literally nothing better than Jesus wow. where like I think about Jesus and I sing about him and I'm I'm 
um, reading my Bible and it's just like he highlights things and like about himself and it's like it just takes me to the sense of just like like almost like overwhelming sense of his presence you know kind of like like you said like it's almost like I can feel him and he's in the room with me wow. and so like even just this weekend we uh we had a worship uh worship night at my house come on and it just turned into just like an acknowledgement of Jesus and we just started singing wow. about Jesus just like pretty much for I don't know like 30 like 45 to an hour come on and it was just like so much fun and then that led us into just like praying over one another wow. that like we, we saw Jesus we see him that he is King of Kings and Lord of mm. Lords and like just like I don't know like I love just telling Jesus who he is like wow. God you're my best friend Jesus like this is who you are and this Come is who on. you say you are Come on. and I can rephrase it to him and I can but like from that sense like it, it just gives me this overwhelming sense that like you are better than these mm. things Jesus, you're better than work. You're like you. You're you're working through me at work. You're doing this at work. You know. Mm. So it's just it's just a lot of fun like talking with him and communing with him. Like you said, like any relationship, you have to have that relationship. Yeah. With him. You have to have that yeah. time and talking with him and just like yeah. acknowledging him. So like yeah, that's Jesus for me. Come on. And I've been uh, I've been like in the Song of Sol- Solomon for the last few days, mm-hmm. and that has been like super just like. I don't know, it feels like it gives my heart language sometimes. Yeah. Like, I, I often go back to that book, and I know, like, some people out there might not have, like, gotten a full revelation of what it means for yeah. Jesus to be, like, your bridegroom. But I would encourage you, even if, like, you read the Song of Solomon, read it in the Passion Translation, simply because they explain, like, some of the metaphors behind, yeah. like, what is more like, um, like, if you read it in a different translation, you can kind of just see it as more of, like, a romantic relationship between mm-hmm. humans. And it is that, but it's also a beautiful picture of Christ and his church. Yeah. And so in the Passion Translation, it brings in more of those meanings. And so I, I find it helpful. So I've been, like, reading that, and I've been taking apart, like, the chapters and just putting it, like, him and then, like, like a few, ver- like, sentences together yeah. and then me. And then, like, so it's just, like, a conversation yeah. between us. And um, uh, yeah, I just feel like it, it's it's just giving my my heart some language for that. So yeah, so good. Anyway, we have an awesome guest. He's awesome. This is so amazing. And let me tell you about this guest awesome. before. What's that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, the one thing I love about this amazing man of God is his relationship with Jesus, yes. because it is so tangible when you're around him, and the stories he has about Jesus and and what the Lord has shown him. Just it, it literally every time I hear him, like it brings me a little bit closer to the Lord. So, um, anyway, drum roll, let's get this thing going. You can't tap the table, it's gonna, it'll be fine. Oh, yeah, here we go, here we go, here we go. We got Tom Say hello. Hello. Now say, hello. I'm, I'm the best. I am the best. Now say, Jesus is my awesome person. Jesus is my awesome, loving best friend. Wow, that on. wasn't what I said. Though. That's good. I know. Can <laughs> you tell us? <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, and thank you for agreeing to come up on short notice, as always. Um, dude, could you tell us a little bit about like your story, like how you even how you grew up, how you ended up meeting Jesus, mm-hmm. and um, whatever's mm-hmm. on your heart from that place. Yeah. Well, I, I grew up in uh, Lancaster, a little town called Lidditz. Let's go. Um, you know, I lived there for a bit. Yeah, it's a fun little town. I grew up in the church. Um, cool. My my parents like grew up following God, and um, the one thing that you know, like 
I was a very ro robust radioactive kid. Um, mm -hmm. Sugar was the <laughs> worst thing to give to me because anything that would give you energy was specifically locked away from me. Didn't help. Nice. But. Wow. So that's the type of energy I yeah. had. When you have a relationship, you're seeing people. Hmm. That's good. Yes. And mine started with me simply seeing. Mm -hmm. Because I opened my eyes and I, I only saw fear. Hmm. And... I don't want to go into all the, the, the nightmares, if you will. Um, but the one thing that kept coming back was that I, there was, there was something that was, there was a contest happening wow. around me and I didn't understand it. All and I, and all, this was like when you were pretty young? I was around five years old when oh, this wow. started. Okay. Um, and I had no language for it, no understanding. There's no like, there's no theology here. This is just mm -hmm. me as a five-year-old, you right. know, wide-eyed with like, I don't understand what's going on. Mm. And the one night, I had a response that was totally different because it was the middle of the night. I didn't really go to Sunday school. You know, the mm -hmm. church I went to didn't really have anything like that. Mm -hmm. You know, didn't really. You know, you don't really pay attention to what goes on in church. You know, as a right. kid, right. and I had this song just well up in me. And it was this, it was this night where everything was like the darkness had mass, like it mm -hmm. was three dimensional physical mass. And it was actually mm -hmm. like, it was, it was going into a step beyond, it was something I, I don't want to really describe, but in that moment of absolute like mm -hmm. horror, I had this, like this one little song. Wow. Jesus loves me, mm -hmm. this uh, I know. Mm -hmm. And I, that's all I could sing for mm -hmm. over and over again. And it was, and like, it felt sometimes like I was just belting it out of my yeah. stomach because mm -hmm. it's all I had. And this room where I could, like, all I knew is I was lying in bed, like, you know, on my back. And all of a sudden, mm -hmm. and I just, that's all I could do was sing this. And I didn't think about it. It was the only thing I could focus on was my voice just saying this again and again. And the room started to change mm -hmm. because it went from this heavy darkness to nighttime. Mm -hmm. But then it went to the dawn mm -hmm. and then it went to the morning. And then it became like there was light like there was like someone had put a sun a star in my room well and i had and and then as soon as like my mind realized it's it's like daylight in here i woke up and i was Whoa. sat there and i for the longest time didn't think about it but later mm -hmm. i you know being a kid radioactive you know you don't think too yeah. much but i started to realize there was something there was someone like god was actually looking at me what? But I had no language for it. There was yeah. there was still a, a breakdown of language between me and God. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then when I was seven years old, I don't remember most of the day. I just remember what happened in the evening. When mm. it was a long day, and I I came home, and I was really really quiet. I remember there was something really just like, just really quiet that mm. was there, which is for me unusual yeah mm -hmm. but i had in my hand a track of all things <laughs> and i went and i sat in a room by myself and i was you know, i just read the thing and at the very end it just says do you know jesus hmm. and i sat there as a kid and i went that's a, I, in my head all i had logically was okay it was just logic it was okay do you know jesus i was like do i know you jesus you know <laughs> it's a you know and 
The door, I, I remember where the door was because it was like four feet to my right mm-hmm. and it was slightly open. Mm-hmm. And I remember after I asked that question, Jesus walked in the room mm-hmm. and I lost it. And I just cried and I cried and I cried. And my mm-hmm. mom came in assuming that I hurt myself because that's the only reason I usually cry. Yeah. And she sat down with me and was the one who actually helped me to verbally process and kind of did like the Lord's prayer, if you will. Wow. But that interaction with God, that's where a lot of it began. Mm. And, you know, I can, I can go on with stories and stories, but the one thing that kept coming back to is that I kept looking at God and God kept looking at me. And there's always an exchange that would happen. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like, it didn't, it wasn't always this giant dramatic moment. Right. There were, there were like, you know, I was thinking earlier, like, how, how to, how to process, like, the God who sees me. Wow. Like, wow. you know, that, I'm fairly certain that's one of his uh, yeah. names. Yeah. You know, like, and, yeah. but it's this, you know, oftentimes we see God as this big massive person you know we see him as this um this um you know like we see him sitting on the throne we see him with the crown we see him with glory we see him as a judge Mm. and while he is all these things there is this this desire of his this like almost Mm. insatiable hunger that he has Mm -hmm. to like to be with you you. and Mm. it's such a unique thing because we often like for me i I actually got confused when people talked about him as as this like the great king because to me I only my first understanding of him was he was my friend. Yeah. Wow. And like one time I was 12 years old, I was at a camp in the middle of the woods and you know they had this little like they would you know, have adventures and fun stuff like that and they had this campfire that was in the middle of nowhere basically. And it was late at night and it was a, it was a beautiful um, summer night. You know, there's a full moon. It's warm out. It's, it's really, really gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, I said to everyone, I'm going to go back to the pavilion so I can go to bed then. Yeah. And they're like, okay. So I start walking back and I'm like halfway through the woods and all the light just vanishes. And the temperature drops by like 20 to 30 degrees. And the tree and the trees start to crack and groan, and I'm like, mm. and I start panicking, and so I, I literally just say, Jesus, I need help, like God help me, because I was like, help me, I don't know who, like there's no one else who can, and even then it, I don't want to over. It was a reaction for someone who knew that he was the only person who could actually well, do something. Yeah, wow. There was no plan B. No, right. And I said that I had no idea what was, I was like, I don't know. All this is all I have is just saying this. Hmm. And so I, that's all I said. And I watched the cloud split perfectly. Like, like taking your finger and drawing it through the sand and the pathway, the, the little walkway that was through the woods just lit up like silver. And I, I bolted, <laughs> you know? and I was like, okay, I can see the ground, I can, I can see the ground, <laughs> but wow. I was, 
you know, and I didn't, again, I didn't think about it until later. This Mm. God was looking at me. He was paying attention to Mm. me. And, Mm. you know, it sounds silly. These moments, it can, it can sound silly, but there's these moments, but I feel like a lot of times, like God as King wants to see, he wants you to remember that he sees you all the time and that he's, Mm. he's a whisper away. Because there was no, you know, there's, there was no grand moments. There was no, like, flag waving or, like, you know, pomp. And so, there was, it was, all it was was a whisper. Yeah. Mm. And that's all it took for him to do something mm-hmm. so spectacular. Yeah. <laughs> and, wow. Jesus. That's amazing, yeah. man. The, um, <laughs> you got to keep hearing more of this. But um, the, the name of God, you are the God who sees me, is first mentioned in... Mm. Genesis 16 and I remember this because like oh like years ago I remember like pouring over this a bit mm-hmm. just like what does this mean and yeah. it's the story of Hagar mm-hmm. the first time she meets God um so she was like the servant of Sarah and, mm-hmm. and Abraham and then like Abraham ended up sleeping with her and then mm-hmm. she's like mistreated by Sarah and all this stuff um and so she runs away into the desert and um she's she's a uh, yeah, it says in verse 7, the angel of the Lord found her by a spring of water in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. And he says, Hagar, servant of Sarah, where are you going from and where, or where have you come from and where are you going? She said, I'm fleeing from my mistress, Sarah. Um, and the Lord begins to speak to her about like the son that she's carrying, Ishmael, mm-hmm. and how he's going to bless him um, and um, they're going to have a mighty nation. Um, and then it says in verse 13, so she called the name of the Lord who spoke to her, you are the God of seeing. Mm. And there's a footnote that also says, it's also, you are the God who sees me. And she said, truly, here I have seen him who looks after me. And I never even like caught that last part, but it's like, she's seeing him see her. (laughs) Which is crazy because what you're talking about is just like, oh my gosh, like... It's that, yeah, it's that give and take you're talking about. It's Mm -hmm. the exchange, like, yeah, God, you do see me and I see you too. And like like you even said, like, it took you like going back and even just like reflecting about it. Like, oh, Jesus, you did see me. Yeah. You know? It's incredible. I was just today, like, meditating on... um, the, the cry of Moses uh, in Exodus uh, 33, I think it is, where he's basically telling God, hey, if your presence doesn't go up with us, like we're yeah. not going up type thing. Mm-hmm. And it, it like hit me so hard that he actually asked for three things. Like he wasn't satisfied. God answered his first prayer request. He was like, I want this. Second one. <laughs> and his third one was the last one where he said, please. And I was reading this in the message translation. He said, please show me your glory. Mm-hmm. And it was this idea that he was like even okay with like, you know, God had said, yes, I'll go up with you. My presence will go yeah. with you. Like, okay, Moses, I agree to this, yeah. you know, because I love you. And Moses is like, okay, but I want to see your glory. Like, mm-hmm. your presence? Oh. Like, what does that even mean, guys? <laughs> like, uh. like, the presence of God is the closest I've ever come to seeing him. Yeah. But, Mo- like, there was more for Moses than that. No, and God honored that prayer request yeah. and showed him something so beautiful and powerful. Like Moses had already met God. Like he's been talking <laughs> yeah. to God face to face, it says in the tabernacle yeah. of meeting, but there was something Moses had not seen yet, which yeah. was his glory, which yeah. I was just thinking about that today. So it's crazy. You're sharing about this. Cause I was just like, God, I, I've not seen you yet. Like in that way. Wow. But I, but I'm so, I'm so ready to start praying that prayer mm-hmm. with expectation. 
It's so, <laughs> yeah, you, you talk about glory, and like I, I mm. was reading in John, Come on. and um, I can't I can't quote it, but like it's it's John when when he's at the wedding, and it uh, talks about him turning the water into wine, mm. and it says then the then the glory of God like. I think it said this then started the glory of God, like his walk mm. with the glory of God or something wow. like that. Like or like the yeah. signs that like people see and mm. the wonders that people see, like that is God's glory, like like wow. where like you can't explain it, you can't like it's it's impossible <laughs> to and, and that's just his glory. But like I don't I don't know exactly what that means, but like the logic of heaven is not the logic of, of humanity. Yeah. And I think wow. one of the things that one of the things that I have constantly seen is that when when you look at God you see him through a particular lens. Hmm. But when God looks at you, when he interacts with you, it's just him. There's mm. no, there's no, there, the only um, translation that occurs is him loving you the way that you will, um, how to explain it? He will not over, he will not, um, force himself yeah force himself or like it's this like he will not put a a thousand pounds on a like a paper he won't crush you with something that is meant to bless you yeah you know there's this well um, okay yeah Mm. like you know he had like he has to like work around us and i think even then Mm. like moses was getting to a point where it was like god was like okay i don't have to like wow you know i can i i can kind of allow him to see me in a way that like that's a little more honest like kind of taking the hard knocks if yeah. you will almost mm. like the the real conversation like the adult conversation yeah. almost and yeah. not to you know not to like knock other wow. people's relationships with right. god but you know there's this point where a lot of times we go to god and we look at him and go god like i need your help with something or like even not actually just thinking about it i was listening to a song coming up 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 here and i was sitting there going and i was like the song's premise was God I need you because I'm in trials and I was like I need you God because without you I I, I have nothing yeah. mm-hmm. it's like that song is only partially true yeah. wow. it's you know this hmm. are you are you satisfied like I know, <laughs> I know what you're trying to say yeah, yeah. like I, there's this uh, like like, are you satisfied with just him? Yeah. And not like, the thing, like, just, just right. God. Yeah. Can you right. just yeah. go in and sit down with him? Like, if you read in, actually, it's funny, the book of Acts, you know, and yeah. Acts 4, 13. Come on. Um, uh, Peter and John are with the, and the Jewish council, and they said that they were, the council members were astonished as they witnessed the bold courage of Peter and John, especially when they discovered mm-hmm. that they were just ordinary men who had never had religious training. Then they began. Then they began to understand the effect Jesus had on them oh, simply by spending time wow. with him. So, I think part of what happens, because like one thing that I've noticed is like when you spend time with God. Yeah. I'm going to give you a history lesson. Come on, so there's there's a man who lived a, a long time ago. His name was Smith Wigglesworth. Okay. Oh wow! And this guy would Pretty have bad. these prayer meetings. And he would just go like I like he would he would open the prayer meetings and say oh, we're just gonna invite God in we're gonna you know, like and just pray and so he would he would just stand there and he would just begin to pray and people would begin to pray with him and then someone would get up and leave the room and then someone else would get up and leave the room and it became to a point where two things would happen one people started to run out of the room and two some of the people would grip the the pews in front of them trying to see if they could hold on longer than the person next to them 
because the glory of God came into the room so strongly that it was, it was beyond the comfort of the person. It wasn't killing them. It wasn't harming them, but it was this, this understanding in the heart of the glory of God, just pouring into a room in a measure that was unknown. But Smith would just stand there like it was normal. Because he allowed, because he continuously had this, he allowed himself to drink enough yeah, that it got to a place him. of where it became normal. This is the man that punched people in the stomach. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, demon wow. be gone. <laughs> that was the glory of God right there. Man. Like that's that's yeah. so true. Because like that's all he like requires is us spending time with him. Like mm-hmm. Moses, he just wanted to spend time with him. God, I'm not going until you go with me, and I'm not wow. I'm not doing this until wow. like you're with me. And like he recognized that it's just God and not anything that like comes out of God. It's just him. Like, wow. And like like. Yeah, it's so beautiful. Just like he just wants us to know him mm. to the degree where we are, we're able to know him. Mm-hmm. It's like like our human brains can't like really comprehend God like to the fullest. Right. Like mm-hmm. even like Smith Wigglesworth, Smith Wigglesworth, mm-hmm. he probably couldn't. Like, oh, yeah. That was probably that was probably just like taste of like what <laughs> yeah what we can um, actually get. But yeah. yeah. Well, the crazy thing is, man. Like, thank you for sharing that story about mm-hmm. Smith because mm-hmm. I think it brings up something that I've been do- thinking about. Um, People like Smith Wigglesworth, like, mm-hmm. like I, I've heard about the miracles, mainly mm-hmm. like the healings, yeah, and, like mm-hmm. the craziness. Yeah. I've even researched him a bit and like read, like not an autobiography, but like just read mm-hmm. up on him a bit because it was actually last year that I felt like mm-hmm. I was like, read about Smith Wigglesworth. Ooh. I was like, okay. So, um, but I, but what is, rem- <laughs> what is documented is mm-hmm. often the signs and mm-hmm. the wonders, oh, yeah. but it's not often is as as regular that you hear about the presence yeah Mm -hmm. and it's been on my mind because there's another great healer known as Catherine coleman you know her yes and um i was talking with uh, our director at at gateway about Mm -hmm. her and Mm -hmm. she was like there's coming a space like this is what Mm -hmm. benita was sharing and and i believe it where we're going to worship god in such a way we're going to meet god in such a way that people are going to be healed yeah without Mm -hmm. laying on of hands or without even prayer Mm -hmm. for healing Mm -hmm. because like this is what would happen Mm -hmm. like catherine coleman never went out to be a healer she was a worshiper and she would (laughs) she would worship the lord and invite his presence in in such a way that when he came people would get healed and people would be set free from demons and the things that you hear about Mm -hmm. now would happen but it was it was it was a response to the, the presence, presence of God. Of God. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing about Moses is, right, like he gets down like to the bottom core level of his heart's cry of like, God, I want to see you. Mm-hmm. Just show me your glory. Mm-hmm. And God shows him his glory and passes before him. And he says this beautiful thing like, this is who I am. Yeah. I am the God who is slow to anger, abounding mm-hmm. in mercy, forgiving iniquity to a thousand generations. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it, it's just this crazy declaration of God in, in Exodus 34. But then... It says, mm-hmm. it like, Moses is completely undone. And he's just yeah. like, I love it. In um, the message translation, it says, consume all of me, mm-hmm. own me, possess me. Like, mm-hmm. I'm at your feet. Like, I'm just, I'm dead. And then God says, this day I make a covenant with you to never depart. And and he, and and what, what went from a, okay, Moses, you've asked me to go with you. I'll go with you. Became a covenant, yeah. a promise that God would never forsake him after mm-hmm. Moses had that encounter with his glory. That's what it takes. That's what it takes. Cause like you hear, you hear mm. about David Hogan, like yes. David Hogan, like he would, mm-hmm. he would be in a, in a situation where like he'd be, he was in Mexico and yeah. he, mm-hmm. he didn't have anything to feed his family. <laughs> and they were like, well, 
what, what else are we going to do yeah. except for just lay on our faces before the Lord mm-hmm. and say, like, mm-hmm. we need you. Kind of like you, like, with with walking through the woods and saying, God, I need you. And he's right there. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's what it takes. It's a, it's a laying down. Like, like, are we willing to walk that? Are we mm-hmm. willing to, like, it, it, like rest and wait for him? Because, like, if, no, yeah. if we're not, then, like, mm-hmm. then we're not going to experience it. We're, we're going to know who God is but not experience what wow. he actually wants from us. Because, like, yeah. it's a sense of waiting for him and letting him move through us and not mm-hmm. us. Like, God, I need this and I need this now. You know, or like, mm-hmm. like, or Abraham, not Abraham, Moses, he was like, mm-hmm. I, I want this, this, and this. And he was like, then God went into that transition. Okay. Like, if you want this, then he went on. Yeah. And like he was able to show him from that sense of like waiting and like, right. like waiting for God yeah. to show up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And can I, Ugh. I, I want to, I want to mm. shift this a little bit just yeah. for the, for the Come listeners. On. Come on. Guys, the one thing about Moses, the one thing about Peter and John, they spent time with yeah. him. And it wasn't, so all it takes is five minutes. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, oftentimes we hear stories about these amazing people, but we forget, mm. like, it is about, it's about the relationship. It's about the presence of mm. God. These people had relate, they spent time with God wow. and they were able to, they were able to give t- some time to God. And even, even if all it is is five minutes of complete, div- like complete attention on God, like putting your phone in the yeah. closet, you know, whatever you have to do. And all it is is five minutes. That is literally all mm. God needs. God has changed the world in 30 seconds or less. Come on. That's right. You give that's, him five minutes. Right. He will turn your life upside down, mm. inside out and leave you with something more cool. beautiful than you can imagine. And I want to, I want to bring that to you guys because I don't want, I want you guys to realize that everything that's being talked about here mm. is possible for you to get to, mm. wow. but I don't want you to forget that the relationship building will lead you somewhere yeah. that only you and God can go together. Yeah. Wow. Because wow. the the amazing things that Smith Wigglesworth went through, the amazing things that all these other people went through, yeah. you know, they, it was only what, like, I mean, I'm going to yeah. even say for myself, you know, my, my journey and actually like getting really hungry for God, mm. I had this, I had an understanding in my mind that there was more, but I had mm. no, I had no idea how to like, what that would look like. Right. You know, it's like, you know, there's another page in the book, but you don't know what that looks like. Mm. And I came to a place of, um, I forget how I, but I, there's a, a pastor by the name of Bill Johnson mm-hmm. who I, I, I just watched a video of him and he was just talking about something, but when I saw him, it clicked. That's what more looks like because Mm. he was walking in a relationship with God that Mm. was deeper than I'd ever seen before. And I recognized, okay, it's possible to go that deep with God, Mm -hmm. not to look like him, but to look like myself walking with God hand to hand, because then you create something that can never be replaced or replicated. Wow. When you walk with God, you cannot be replicated no. because your relationship with God births something truly unique. Whoa, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of, um, yeah, just a friend I had. Um, I, I still have. <laughs> Praise God. Um, she's really a spiritual mom to me. and I probably have quoted her already a few times, but she's from New Zealand. Um, but one time we were, we were sitting down and we were chatting. And um, yeah, she was just like, Tim, like, I'm concerned that we've gotten so focused on the hand of God that, that we're mm-hmm. not looking at the face of God. Oh, come on. And um, it really, it really even, 
you know, right now we're in this whole process of learning what being a priest looks like and, mm-hmm. and just our community and the priesthood of the, of the believer and just this idea of like our inheritance in Christ Jesus mm-hmm. is, so, is one that we can literally approach the holy place of God and stand mm-hmm. in his presence. Yeah. And, and as we learn that, I'm, I'm just believing that we're going to get so intoxicated mm-hmm. with his presence and with the goodness of his name mm-hmm. that like, of course, these signs and these, these, mm-hmm. these beautiful things that we are excited about are going to happen, mm-hmm. but they're not even going to compare yeah. to the delight we find in him mm-hmm. just saying, hey, son, yeah. hey, daughter, I love you. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like. Like that's it. I remember one time I was in um, I was in Tanzania. I was it was a couple years ago, um, East Africa, helping my brother. And I remember I was lying out on the ground, like looking up at the stars, and and like, yeah, I had gone to this like mission compound with this idea of like, oh, I'm gonna like go evangelize and I'm gonna go like I had been to Africa before and like just seen beautiful things. But mm-hmm. what what I was a part of in Tanzania was a little bit different. We were just building a house and like they weren't really doing that kind of mission work so I, I felt like why am i here god mm-hmm. so i was out there on the on the like lying on my bag on on this like concrete like little bench thing and i was looking up and the stars were so beautiful and i felt like god was literally just so close to me and he started speaking to me and just just affirming like it wasn't like he was telling me the future or anything grand but it was just like just reaffirming like who i was as a son yeah. and i was so close to god and i was like god like I don't want anything else, but just like, let me walk in this favor for the rest of my life. You know, like we talk about favor, like, oh, like you can meet with the president or who cares? I want to meet with the king of kings. Like that's the favor I want to contend for is is being face to face. And not only like, is that something that he's giving us, but like, it's something he desires for us. You know, it's not just like, oh, you have permission to enter the courts, but it's like, mm-hmm. no, here's an invitation mm-hmm. and it's the blood of you, Jesus. You that can you have invites. confidence working in the mm-hmm. courts. Like, this is confidence that we can mm-hmm. walk in. Like, boldness that we, like, we can walk into the courts with boldness and, and make our uh, our petitions. Like, mm-hmm. and like uh, I, I, I say that, but like, it's, it's more just like, he wants us to walk as a child. He wants us to walk mm. as a son and not as mm. someone who like is only looking for just like the hand. Like he mm. wants us to see his face and his beauty and the like like the different perspectives of of everything. Oh. Like mm. like God you're in this. Mm-hmm. God you're in this moment, you're in this situation. Like it's it's oh man. He's he's just so beautiful. Like wow. where like we can look at him mm. and find something new about him every single <laughs> time. Mm. And like that's oh, just who he is. Jesus. Like, like when you're talking about personal relationships that we can't be replicated, we can't, mm. we can't mm. be someone else and someone mm. else can't be us. That's the personalization mm. of our relationship with Jesus. But it's also something so like, so like profound that like, that he has created us and he knows how we can be loved. He Come knows on, what yeah. we can take. He knows mm. the things he wants to show us. Like given an example. So like I was, <laughs> I was reading the Bible the one time. A Bible the one time, <laughs> but I was, I was it was a couple of weeks ago and I was reading the Bible and I was looking at it. It was the whole thing. I was like, God, am I ever going to know this whole thing? And he was like, No, you have an eternity to know my truth and an eternity to know my stories. And I was like, So like, what is this for? 
He said, it's for you to know the things that I want you to know in this life. Not saying that I'm not going to read the Bible, not saying I'm not going to read the stories Mm -hmm. and get something out of it, but like the revelation he shares with me Mm -hmm. and the revelation he gives to me is a gift from him. And it's just, he knows where Mm -hmm. I'm going. He knows the things that are going to drive me. Mm -hmm. And that's the revelation he's going to give me. It's like he he meets Mm -hmm. you at seven years old saying, I'm your friend. Mm -hmm. He meets you in Tanzania saying, you're a child of God. Mm. you're my child and I call you that and just reaffirming you this is who you are my name and like we're able to see these things just by spending time with him like getting alone setting aside distractions and saying God show me who you are like that's just what he wants that's just like and when you walk in that like there's something like it's what I said at the beginning there's nothing better there's nothing better than to seek God to be with him, to be in a relationship with him and have intimacy with him and see him in literally everything, that there's hope in everything. I want to I feed that in seeing mm. and being with God because one, one of the things that can happen with people, and I, I, want you, I want you guys to really understand this, that God shows up. Yeah. So picture God sitting in front of you. Mm. He sees everything about you, but he's still wildly in love with you. Mm. I want to give you a little story of, from my own life to help illustrate this. So I, I did uh, two years in a ministry school mm. in Ephrata, Pennsylvania, called Harvest Net School of Ministry. Let's go. And my first year of school, it was uh, they had an evening class at the time. And I, w- I went into the class, and something in me felt wrong like something was off and I, I didn't have you know again there's no English for it and so we started to go into a time of worship we started to sing people were dancing like people were like encountering God like laughing on the floor and I had this like emotional terror in my chest then I actually ran out of the room and I ran across the church building that we were in and I actually like curled up in the men's bathroom on the other side of the building and I remember being in that, in, that, in that bathroom and my emotions are completely like volcanic, just mm. absolute, just chaos. But my mind was very clear and I knew, okay, Jesus, I know you're doing something. Hmm. Abba, I know you're doing something, but I am terrified. Hmm. And I remember all of a sudden just seeing Jesus like there in front of me. And I was like, okay, I know I have to go back. I am terrified. So I said, okay. And I, I just, the silliest thing, it was like a, you know, like a child. I looked at him and I said, I'll go back under one condition. And I'll never forget. He just smiled and he like turned his head like he was listening. And I said, I'll go back if you hold my hand. Mm-hmm. And I felt his hand on mine. Mm-hmm. And I walked down there with him. And I sat in that room with him and I could feel his hand on mine the entire night. And, you know, and then after the, after class, you know, I, you know, I was looking for someone, my whole, my whole mental objective was, I'll just, I'll say, Hey, can you just pray, someone pray for me real quick? But I could barely talk. I was like clammed up. And so finally I was, you know, we were all starting to leave and one of my friends just comes over and says, how are you? I couldn't even talk. I just burst out crying. Mm -hmm. And I cried for 45 minutes surrounded by people who loved me. Mm -hmm. And 
I bring this story up because I want you to understand that sometimes you're going to, it will feel, you will see yourself a way that God doesn't see you. Mm-hmm. That God sees you and he sees someone he wants to love. He see, God sees you and he sees someone who wants, he wants to, to bring healing and wholeness. Mm-hmm. That he will, he'll use a scalpel. He will be gentle. Mm. And if you're afraid, you just have to ask him to hold your hand and that's, and he'll do it. We oftentimes, you know, we go in and we go, you know, you know, we go ham to the wall and, you know, there's time for that and it it can have its own adventure. Mm -hmm. I can Mm -hmm. give plenty of stories on that too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I really want to emphasize this because this was something that just immediately like after my conversation with you, Jonathan, this just, this this story just erupted in my brain Mm. of how, Oftentimes we feel terrified to approach God because we, part of us recognizes the difference between us. Wow. And God's sitting there going, have you met Jesus? Mm. (laughs) Who made that possible for you? He's like, he didn't say, come dress up. He didn't say, he he just said, show up. You know, just, you know, take Jesus' hand and let him lead you to the Father. Mm. Let him love you past your worth. Mm. past what you consider yourself worth and so yeah if you feel afraid just remember you can hold his hand and rest because he's got you so beautiful man hey could you yeah (laughs) we're running running out of time but it's okay could you could you you pray for Mm. even just our yeah absolutely Mm. father abba father thank you so much Mm. god thank you for thank you for giving us eyes to see you. God, thank you for seeing us in the first place. Hmm. That you that you saw us in our beginnings, you you see us in our ends. Father, I thank you that you in all of your understanding of us that you still love us and you still run after us. And so um hmm. yeah. Holy Spirit, I just ask that you would just breathe peace onto the to the people who are listening to this podcast, yeah. mm. that they would experience your peace. For you even say, like, your peace is greater than your power. Whoa. And Father, I pray that they would encounter your nature, that you've spent the entire Bible trying to communicate your nature. Mm. And so, Father, I pray that there be an encounter of, of you as a per, as the king, as the lover, as the friend, as the father, mm. that they would be able to even if it's one little step, just be able to move. Even if it's the quietest whisper, that that's yes, that they'd be able to on. whisper out Jesus. So Holy Spirit, I thank mm. you for what you're doing in everyone's lives, and I even speak right now to to the person who is who's dealing with doubt and fear that mm. God is, sees you where you are <laughs> and the decisions yeah. that are in front of you, that mm. God is actually moving through your life, shifting the pieces on the board. You're looking at it like it's checkers, but God's made it chess. Mm. So trust him in the process because he's going to do something beautiful for you. And you will never see it coming because it's a <laughs> surprise because loved ones surprise one another. Yes. Oh, and so father, geez. I thank you for the, for the wonderful things you're doing in these people, I speak, I declare peace. I, I declare mm-hmm. shalom, mm-hmm. wholeness over Come you in on. Jesus' name. Be blessed, be full of joy, and go forth in love. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow. Man. Amen. <laughs>
Thank you, bro. Yeah. Um, thank you for sharing just your experiences with Jesus. Yeah. And yeah, if if you guys even want to just share some experiences with Jesus, you can email us at my friends and I podcast at gmail.com or even just DM us on Instagram. Yeah. My friends and I podcast, right? Yeah. I always forget it. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> we, love to, we love to hear about Jesus because the beautiful thing is like we have the same we're like we're all in love with the same dude <laughs> so it's funny but like when when tom's talking about mm. jesus like mm. that's the one i'm in love with too yeah. like he's the he's my best friend so like mm. i just get to know more about yeah. the one that i love through tom's stories through your stories jonathan to anyone who pops in i just yeah. uh, i love him <laughs> thanks for coming man thanks for listening guys yeah, catch yeah, you later yeah. love you bye at your boys i'll watch him love you bye, yeah, love bye. You bye. Thank you.